Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 15th of May and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's go straight away to the scores on the doors. It is Monday morning and on Friday the US markets, the Dow Jones closed down a massive nine points. 0.03%, 33,301. The high of the Dow was up 97, a low of 199 down. So a 300-point trading range, not huge. NASDAQ down 44 points, or 0.35%, 12,285. And the S&P 500, a little bit off in the middle for diddle as usual, down 7 points, or 0.016%. The VIX volatility index up 0.6%. And we have the Russell 2000 uh, was down 0.22%. And the Toronto Stock Exchange, I promised one member that I would do the Russell and the Toronto Stock Exchange because the Canadian market is very similar to ours in that it is a materials and minerals-based economy. So Toronto pretty much unchanged, 20,419.01% up. So nothing very exciting there. Spy Futures up 7 points. 0.1 of a percent, 7,274. So another wishy-washy-ish day in store for us in theory today, that's for sure. We had European markets slightly positive. Stock 600 up 0.4, FTSE up 0.3, Germany up half a percent and France up half a percent. So that was some good news there. And in US bonds, 10-year yields pretty much unchanged, 346 Two years, 3.99, just below that 4% level. And the Aussie 10s, 3.395, up 6.8 basis points there. Bitcoin down again, uh, 0.8% to 26.812. US dollars a fun token. And the Aussie dollar, 66.5 at the moment. So down a little bit there. The US dollar index up 0.6%. Looking at US stocks. Trading, Apple down half a percent, Meta down 0.8, Google up 0.8, Microsoft down 0.4, Amazon down 1.7, Tesla down 2.4, Netflix down 1.4, JP Morgan down 1.4, Citigroup down 1.3, Goldman Sachs down 0.4, Bank of America down 1.1, Block, the artist formerly known as Square down 3.1%. Looking at European banks, we had UBS up half a percent, Barclays up 0.3, and Deutsche up 0.29 of a percent. So a little bit of positivity there in the European banks. ExxonMobil unchanged, General Motors falling 2.17% there. That Tesla recall probably weighing on that. That was down that 2.4%, as I said. Apart from that, not much else. Ford down 1.7%. So car makers generally off a little bit. Looking at commodities overseas, Brent crude continues to fall down another $1.29, 1.7% down, 74.17. The Saudis will not be happy. WTI down 79 cents, 69.97 below 70 bucks US a barrel, 1.12%. Gold of $4.80. Nothing very exciting there, but platinum down 4% in trade, and silver down 1.1%, 
In LME commodities, we had copper up 1.1, nickel up 2.1, aluminium up 1.2, zinc up 1.7, lead falling like the proverbial down 2.5%, and tonne down 1.2%. Iron ore slightly better, looks to be finding its feet slightly, 0.34% up to 105.2%. And lithium also continuing to bounce up 2.5%. Looking at metals and mining stocks overseas, BHP up 1.1%, Rio up 0.6% in ADRs, Freeport up 1.3%, Alcoa up 0.1%. Tech up 0.3, Anglo down 0.4, Glencore up 1.1, Vale up half a percent, and Arbomile in the lithium space down 1.4%. CBA pretty much unchanged in US trade on Friday. So that was the story with the scores on the doors. We did see the regional banks in the US a little bit mixed on Friday. They did reverse early losses. The KBW Regional Bank Index was up 0.3%. Western Alliance was up. PacWest Bancorp was down. The negotiations over the US debt ceiling are continuing. And we did see US consumer sentiment slumping to a six-month low. And Janet Yellen set to discuss the debt ceiling with bank board members. So there we go. But um, that was about it. We do have a big week on the economic front. We have Japanese PPI today. I know you're all gagging for that one. We do have ABS March building approvals locally. And in New Zealand, New Zealand, we have the Business New Zealand Services Index. US tonight, we've got uh, uh, Fed member Kashkari speaking. Tomorrow, we've got Westpac Consumer Index. We've got RBA Minutes. We've got uh, more Fed speak later this week. We've got unemployment here. And we've also got home sales and uh, Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell speaking on Friday just to keep us on our toes. So that should be a little bit of fun. In terms of news out today, the big news of the day as far as the market is concerned is Newcrest Mining has accepted the deal with Newmont priced at 0.4 Newmont shares for each Newcrest share. So in addition, Newcrest will be permitted to pay a franked special dividend of up to $1.10 per share on or around the implementation of the scheme arrangement. The consideration which would be received by Newcrest shareholders um, represents an implied Newcrest share price. This was at the close, obviously, of the Newmont share price of $29.27 and an equity value of $26.2 billion. Newmont has agreed to establish a foreign-exempt listing on the ASX, so Newcrest shareholders will be able to trade <coughs> Newmont shares via chess. In other news, Essential Metals ESS has resumed offtake discussions, but it remains ready to talk with mineral resources. And there is speculation this morning that the Maltesers, the Maltese Souffle, may reduce the buyout offer for United Malt Group. Also speculation this morning that Brett Blundy may acquire City Sheet Collective, CCX, if it has further weakness. And St. Barbara has rebuffed the revised offer from Silver Lake. According to sources, the board met on Sunday and it has knocked back the revised bid that was lobbed last week. Uh, the same assets, the subject of a separate offer from Genesis, with the two companies agreeing to a deal in April which will allow St. Barbara to focus on its struggling overseas mining interests. So that is obviously uh, 
the biggest deal around this morning as far as uh, the gold sector goes with that uh, Newcrest Newmont deal. Uh, in other news, we have uh, NIB Holdings has completed the acquisition of all disability plan management. We have uh, Victory Metals completed RC drilling at North Stanmore. Always exciting news there. Neo Metals releases its Barambi Project PFS, pre-tax NPV uh, there. So that is out this morning. Global Lithium uh, Resources Chair Warwick Hazeldean steps down but will remain a non-exec chair there. In other broker moves today, we have seen uh, Bank of America has uh, reinstated underperform with a $3.28 price target for Kogan, which implies a 23% downside. And Temple and Webster has been reinstated underperform with a $3.75 target, which implies a 3% uh, downside to that one. And the offer period for the Wailu uh, deal has been extended to June the 5th. And Tyro this morning has upgraded profit guidance. It's upgraded as FY23 gross profit and EBITDA guidance ranges after the reported strong results in the year to April. Gross profit guidance was lifted to 192 to 194 from 187 to 191. The company's transaction value was revised to 42.25 billion to 42.75 billion uh, from 42.5 to 43.5. So um, that's a little bit of a revision there for that. Apart from that, not much else. To report, Megaport's new chief executive, Michael Reed has commenced his new role and has been appointed to the company's board as an executive director. And that's about it for today so far. Well, thanks very much for listening. As always, may the trading gods be with you. And today's question of the day is, what is your view on the lithium sector? We did have one member on Facebook talking about the lithium bubble. Are we in a bubble? Certainly the bubble burst considerably since those heady days of 2022. But are we still in a lithium bubble? Or do you think this is the theme that will last for some time to come? Love to hear your thoughts and ideas on that. Otherwise, have a great day. And of course, the trading gods should be with you.